And what are we doing with it? We have the ability to understand. Secondly, a shallow heart. This was the stony heart. There was much joy when this heart received faith. When it received the seed, there was much joy. But this, this one will damn more souls than all the other ones inside the church. This one is, there's no depth. So if you look at this, this, this nice little tree, what's wrong with it? There's no depth to it. It's just stuck into the ground. And I promise you I planted it differently, but there's no depth. There's no root system. That's why it's, it's withering away. It sprang up. It's got a nice little form. It looks about like this one. But what's the difference? There's no depth. I'm going to, this, this illustration, I put these in my truck yesterday and brought them. After a long weekend, um, my son was in the ER. He's better now. But I got home at 2 a.m. I had to be at work at 5.30 a.m. the, next, the same day. I, I left them. So I put them in my truck yesterday and came here. You know what? This thing almost didn't make it. I had to stop on Kaloli, and it was hanging on the back of my bed like this because there's no root system. There's no depth. It's all, it's all exterior. It's all frame. There's no, there's no, it's not rooted in anything. It was just there. Well, this one, It looked a little bit prettier on the top. This one I didn't worry about. It's rooted. It's got, it's got a good base. So this one, we see this one common in prosperity. False gospel. Guess what? Today I'm offering get out of hell free card. You can live however you want, get excited about Jesus on Sunday, and not worry about a thing. What is this good for? Fire. There's no fruit from this. There's no fruit. The plant that springs up quickly cannot produce lasting fruit. This is quick response salvation. This is, this is salvation without discipleship. Listen to what Mark 11 says about a tree that doesn't produce fruit. Listen to this, because these are Jesus' words again. Mark 11 13 through 14, and seeing in the distance a fig tree. I know this is not a fig tree, but in the dense distance a fig tree in leaf. So it was ready to bloom. He went to see if he could find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. 
and his disciples heard it. This is when Jesus cursed the fig tree. There's an analogy here. Because if there's no fruit, you're going to get cursed. John 15, 5 says this, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, which is rooted in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If you're in Jesus, you're going to bear fruit. If you're in Jesus, fruit is a birthright. When you are born into Christ, you will bear. Which leads us to number three. Which leads us to the, number th- the third soil, the distracted heart. This is the thorny, the thorny section. This one's going to be hard. This is the ones that church members make excuses. Why weren't you at church? My kids had sports. Why weren't you at church? My football team was playing. I overslept. I had to work. Or it changes to your priorities. Why, why weren't you at church? Well, we had this like event that all the elite go to, so I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to be popular. I wanted the riches of the world. This, this is one. I'll have time later to live for Jesus. I'll have time later to live for Jesus. You see, most of us can live in this. And even the good soil might go through seasons of bearing false fruit or the distracted heart. But some of you are consistent in that. That is the same things that, that when, you, when you come to faith or when you first get planted, you're all excited and then something comes and chokes you out, never to be seen again. You leave. You die and you wither. We've seen people come through Ohana Church just like that. They're on board, they're, they're happy, and then when something happens, they get distracted and go. All right, so that's the first three seeds. Here's a reality truth for us this morning. The difference between the lost seeds and the fruitful seeds depend on hearing and faith. So the difference between these is hearing and faith. And so the last one, the good seed. The good soil. I labeled this the fertilized heart. What's fertilization? What do you put to fertilize a plant? Manure. The junk. Most of us, that's, all of us that's in the good soil, the Christians, have been through the junk. I promise you we've had our, we've had our rocks removed. We've had our thorns taken out, stripped out. It's not pretty. That's what I kind of like about this plant. This does not look like a pretty plant. The Christian life is not always pretty, but we're rooted and we stay solid. The battle is temporary. But if we abide, we have eternity. See, and when we, re- we re- produce fruit, look at this. This thing's about to bud, too. Maybe, hopefully. When we produce fruit, 
It's super abundant. Jesus promises 30, 60, and 100 fold. That is how the church has been born. That's why, that's why we are who we are, is because it started with Jesus as he initiates this kingdom come advancement in this parable. The, the kingdom has come, and it's in present day form right here. They're not used to seeing fruit of, eight, um, of a hundredfold. We are not used to seeing fruit of a hundredfold. But it happens with God's blessing. And as the band comes up, there's a, there's a verse here. Genesis 26, 12. Listen to this. And Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him. The Lord blessed him. That's scripture that when you reap a hundredfold, it's because of the Lord's blessing, not because of anything else. So as we look at these, we look at these trees, our reality truth discipleship is not what we can make ourselves can make of ourselves. Discipleship is not what we can make for ourselves, but allowing both the sower and the seed to produce a harvest which we alone are incapable. Let me tell you, as, a, as, as somebody that's done farming before, how do you get rid of the hard heart, the shallow heart, the, the, the stony heart, the thorny heart. You turn it over to Jesus, but you also got to be discipled. We preach, our, we preach the gospel to ourselves every day because we forget it every day. We have to continue to plow our hearts with the gospel. That's the difference is once you start plowing, the rocks will be uprooted. The thorns will go away. But you've got to trust in Jesus because he's the plow. The gospel is the plow that he pushes along in our hearts. So there's many of you that have never had that happen. We can't force ourselves to be like this. God has to expose these rocks in our lives and knock them out in order for us to, to understand the gospel. So my question for today, where are you? What soil are you? Are you on the inside or are you on the outside? Are you one of the distracted Christians that only show up when you like? Or are you rooted in Christ? Do you have to have Christ in order to succeed every day? Yes, we all fail, but you can tell it when you fail because you need that nutrient. Are we the thorny heart that's distracted? That, that when something important, something, uh, Jesus kind of, oh, we have all these ambitions, so Jesus is something we can just do on the side? Is that who we are? Or are we the evil heart? The one that, the one that once we leave, once we say goodbye to Connie and the ushers, we're gone. That sermon is wiped clean. 
oh, I got to do this tomorrow. I got I to gotta prep this for today and do this tomorrow. Or are we somebody that, that kind of eats on that, eats on the meat? That's why it's important to take notes because it helps us digest what we're actually taking in. So that's my question for you. Are you, is your life producing fruit? Is your life producing fruit of Jesus? And talking about our, our finding purpose. Finding purpose in the midst of this. What's your goals in life? If I had to tell you, if I told you to write down your goals before this message started, what would they be? Because that would tell you where your heart is. If you were the thorny, stony, or evil or the one rooted in Christ. Your purpose in life, what you live for, what you hope for, what you want to become, tells you your state of mind. So what we're going to do is we're going to worship, but we're also going to open the altar. Because here, the stats there. In this passage, three quarters of you will not enter the kingdom of God. hard because we love you we serve alongside you but we don't know the state of your heart and it's so easy to watch people come and watch people go and know at the end of their day it says depart from me for I never knew you you workers of iniquity and then if you are the fertilized heart if you are the, the heart that that produces fruit. You know people in this room that, that's going to hear that. So as we respond, we'll be, there'll be people up here to pray. We'll just come to the altar because there's people listen to this quote. I was going to share this at the end, but it's now. Charles Spurgeon says this. That feel the heaviness of this. If sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. Lord, help us. Help us in the church to be passionate for the lost like this. May they at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with the arms wrapped around their knees imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled in the teeth of our exaltations. And let not one go unwarned or unprayed for. There's people in your life that's unwarned and unprayed for. After today, may it not be so.